0: Walking your dog is a completely normal and expected part of having a canine companion. It can be good for your dog. It can be good for you or your mental health. It is a bonding activity, and it can be even better when the whole family jumps in. Of course, not every walk is a good walk, even with a dog. Sometimes walks can be frustrating, they can have terrible weather. Or they can lead you to discover a body. My name is Brienne, and I'm the host and creator of Among the Dirt and Trees, a show where we explore true crime cases that occur out in nature. In today's episode, we're going to discuss the 1984 discovery of a body dubbed Cinderford Man in the forest of Dean, where two people who were just out for a stroll with their dog ended up with a story to tell for the rest of their lives. I've said it before and I will say it again, I cannot believe how common it is for people to find bodies while they are out walking their dogs. This is something that I would have been completely oblivious to if I didn't run the show, and I'm still weirded out about it every time that I find a case where this happens. But today, we're not going to focus on how freaked out I am by this fact. Instead, we're going to focus on how it royally freaks out the people that it happens to. To this day, no one knows what happened to this man. They don't know if he was murdered. They don't know if he died of very bizarre natural causes. And honestly, we're not really going to talk about poor Cinderford Man as much as we're going to talk about the couple that found him. So, if you ever wanted to know what it feels like to find a body on a pleasant stroll, buckle up because we are going to find out. It was 1984 on a quiet Sunday afternoon when Greg Jones and Fiona Slade decided to go walking in the Forest of Dean. These two weren't new to the area. In fact, they spent plenty of time there, at least enough time to have their fair share of mysterious findings. It was a lovely spot for a walk, and they found a good day for it. We've all been there, right? On the day in question, they headed out with a canine companion to explore a little bit of nature. Fiona was foraging for mushrooms, and Greg was just kind of running around exploring the area. During his explorations, he found something interesting. A large leg bone that was still joined at the knee. Obviously, no expert in anatomy and having no reason to really question anything, Greg made the very normal assumption that the bone belonged to an animal, to a local deer. And being a young man who always enjoyed a good laugh, he actually grabbed the bone and started waving it at Fiona. As she no doubt screeched and backed away, he joked that it could be from a dead body. It's a really good joke, guys. But as they kept walking, the joke turned sour. There, on the ground, was a pelvis bone. And this looked distinctly human. The two of them were absolutely shaken. And it's important to remember that this was back in 1984. They couldn't just call police and wait patiently for them to arrive. Cell phones were not happening, so they had to physically walk to the police station to report what they believed was a dead body. And this is where the story actually gets a little funny. The police were fairly familiar with Greg and Fiona. Since the pair were always out exploring nature, they had visited the station multiple times with their findings. The police likely suspected some kind of missing item or something a kid had stashed away in the forest. Normal things, the other kinds of things that they had reported. Instead, at the very end of his shift, the receiving officer was informed that they found a body. He totally thought that they were joking, but they weren't. Altogether, the three of them walked back out into the forest to the spot where they found the body. There was no denying the truth at this point, it was definitely a human body. Fairly quickly, police noticed some confusing details about the situation. The man appeared to be wearing suede shoes, which aren't exactly ideal for hiking. It Makes you wonder what he was doing out there, but it seems like he might not be totally out of place even with his odd choice of footwear. The man was wearing pajama bottoms and pants, which is really, really weird, right? But after asking around, it was actually determined that this likely meant he was an experienced hiker or person out doing things in nature. I guess back in the day, this was considered a great way to keep ticks away so you wouldn't have to deal with them. Props for ingenuity, right? Personally, being deathly afraid of ticks myself because I saw the mummy once as a child and never got over it. And I know that they're not ticks, but they kind of are, right? Anyway, I approve of this bizarre commitment to keeping them away. Though, I do think I'll stick with bug spray. This man had nothing of real value on him. No wallet, no expensive items other than his clothing. Based on the quality of what he was wearing, Police believe that he did come from money, and he had a strange key on him, too, one that looked like it belonged to a security cabinet. Absolutely nothing comes of this detail, but I do think that it's really cool and definitely the start of a book. As police looked around, they found more. Not far away, there were military rations, which wasn't abnormal. The area was frequently used for training, and this is probably the most disturbing part of the story for me, because I'm still holding tight to the idea that this guy might have died for totally normal reasons. But apparently, military survival training opened local troops up to some interesting experiments. Greg told reporters that his dad once found a strip of live ammunition and two skinned cats dangling from the trees in this forest. And before you think that this is some kind of weird animal sacrifice, I am just going to ruin it for you, because it's kind of laziness and kind of survival. Apparently, the local trainees weren't supposed to catch cats, but they often did because it was easier to catch a cat than a rabbit. So, that is certainly something. Obviously, police were curious about who this man was. They believed he was dead for less than two years. And there were rumors that he might have been stolen from a local cemetery, or that he met an untimely fate while trying to survive out in nature. Some speculate that he was killed by soldiers or murdered by a crazed killer out in the woods. Animals are another key concern for this, obviously, uh, especially because they were not shy about this man's body. When police managed to collect all of the pieces that they could, they only had roughly 30% of the body. And anything that could have been used to identify him was presumed to have been snatched up by local wildlife. So there is your friendly reminder of what will happen to you if you die in the woods. But despite the mysteries, police didn't want to let this case go. They actually held onto the body for another 10 years before they gave up. But it wasn't reinvestigated until last year. The primary indicator of who the man could be was a knife found on him, which had M. Tucker etched into the handle. Unfortunately, this name didn't lead them to identify the man, but they remain hopeful that the mystery could still be solved someday. It's believed that it might have been possible to identify him by now if police still had the body because of the science that we have. Modern science possibly could have told us something, but Cinderford Man is gone, leaving only questions behind. The case is being revisited, and it's possible that he could still be identified down the line, but without any actual evidence, it is probably going to be pretty hard to figure it out. Disturbingly, he wasn't the only man to be found in the Forest of Dean, and he probably won't be the last. Shockingly, however, he wasn't even the last body that Greg found. Years later, Greg actually found another body underground while he was on yet another adventure. This one was significantly more dead, estimated at over 100 years old. But if I were him, I would probably stop going outside. Anyway, I hope that you enjoyed considering the other side of these true crime stories because... People do find these bodies and it's interesting to see, like, that perspective. If you want to discuss ways to ruin your walk with your dog, the likelihood of finding multiple bodies in your lifetime, or easy ways to catch a rabbit so you don't have to eat a cat, contact me on Twitter or Instagram using the tag at datpod. Thanks guys.